Good morning, everyone. It's another great day, and it is Pastor Chuck's online house podcast. And I know you're tuned in, and you are set to be blessed this morning. And um, I, I want us to keep sharing. I'll put out the link out there on every platform um, you are. Let's get the word out here. Let's let others um, also um, get edified and strengthened, just as you are getting edified and strengthened um, every day. And um, like I'll always say, if you missed out on the previous day, probably based on one or two um, things that actually um, came up, it's proper you go back, listen the previous day, and listen to the present day. You see, we must be deliberate about our growth. We must be deliberate about our devotions. Because um, I, I, I want to let you know, if, if someone is hungry, if he wants to eat, he eats well. So if you have missed your, your spiritual meal for yesterday, and if you want to eat today, I, I believe you want to actually um, um, cover up for both the day you did not actually eat, so you'll be much more hungry. Hallelujah. And uh, we should actually um, yield to that um, hunger by feeding more. Hallelujah. Alright, this morning I want us to look at something quite um, strengthening. Exodus chapter 2. Exodus chapter 2, verse 24 and 25. So God heard. Okay, let me take it from verse 23. Now it happened in the process of time that the king of Egypt died. Then the children of Israel groaned because of the bondage and they cried out and their cry came up to God because of the bondage. This is actually quite huge. So God heard their groaning. And God remembered his covenant with Abraham and with Isaac and with Jacob. And God looked upon the children of Israel and God acknowledged them. Hallelujah. Look at it. Look at it again. What came to mind when God heard the groaning of the children of Israel was his covenant to Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. Praise God. But, uh, but the truth is that God did not actually enter into a covenant with um, Abraham, Isaac, and um, Jacob. Praise God. Praise God. You see, the promise was to them fulfilled in Christ. The covenant was with Christ. The covenant was with Christ for them, for us. Hallelujah. The covenant was with Christ for them, for us. Praise God. You see, we must get this very, 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 very clear. We must get it very, very clear. All right. Okay. Now, look at Galatians chapter 3. Verse 13, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is every man who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through him. Brethren, 
I speak in the manner of men, though it is only a man's covenant. Yet, if it is confirmed, no one annuls or adds to it. Now, to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. Hallelujah. Now, to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He does not say, and to seeds as of many, but as of one, and to your seed, who is Christ. Who is Christ, praise God. Now, you would find him, you would find the promise in the covenant. Hallelujah. You find the promise in the covenant. Okay, let's look at Hebrews chapter 8. Oh, glory, glory to God. Hebrews chapter 8. Alright, Hebrews chapter 8. Okay. Now, let me take it from verse 7. For if the first covenant had been faultless, then no place would have been sought for a second. The first covenant was speaking of, of um, the covenant of the law. Because finding fault with them, he says, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers, that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the, by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt, because they did not continue in my covenant. And I disregarded them, disregarded them, says the Lord. For this is the covenant. Now pay attention. Now, this is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I'll put my laws in their mind and write them on their hearts, and will be their God, and they shall be my people. None of them shall teach the, the, his neighbor, and none his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for all shall know me, from the least of them to the greatest of them. For I will be, this is a promise, for I will be um, merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. And this is upon the redemptive work of Jesus and his resurrection. Now, because Christ has risen, God remembers, God will, is forever merciful to our unrighteousness and our sins and our lawless deeds. He remembers no more. Praise God. Because Jesus has fulfilled um, the demands of justice by his vicarious death on the cross and his resurrection. Hallelujah. In that he says a new covenant, he has made the first obsolete. Now, what is becoming obsolete and growing old is ready to vanish away. So, the old has been done away with and the new has come. This new covenant, see, it is not new in that it's... It's was recently or it is recently manifested. It is new because in the world is kairos, it is ever fresh. It is ever fresh. In other words, it has never lost, oh glory to God, it has never lost its value. It has never lost its potency. It has never lost its essence in any way. The, the, the old covenant did not actually um, render the new covenant obsolete. Rather, the new covenant rendered the old obsolete. It is called Old Covenant because it, it has been done away with Hallelujah. So, the covenant was made with Christ or in Christ for us. God did not enter into any covenant with us. We are the result of his covenant which he made in Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, you see that? So, so um, 
From this, you could see that um, covenant is a very vital issue before God. Because in that covenant, you see the integrity of God sealed. You see the, the immutability of glory to God. The impossibility for him to change is actually revealed in his covenant, in that promise which he had actually made unto us in his son. So, and, and we know that covenant is will, is agreement. Praise God. So we see that God did not acknowledge them because they were too good, holy, and perfect. You see, he heard their groaning. Praise God. He heard their groaning. But his response to them was because of the covenant he has made with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob, just like um, it was said there, which we have explained that it was with Christ for us. Praise God. So he didn't acknowledge them because they were too good, holy, and perfect. No. There was an agreement which God entered with himself in the pressing of Jesus. Glory to God. He entered with himself. You see, an agreement is between two people. Yes. But we now see that God made an agreement with himself in Christ. In other words, he was laying the responsibility of the workings of the covenant upon himself. So if the covenant fails, the failure is on him. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to Jesus. And his word makes it clear that he never fails. Praise God. So, so, so when God made Look at, look at Hebrews chapter 6, verse 13 and 14. For when God made a promise to Abraham because he could swear by no one greater, he swore by himself, saying, Surely blessing I'll bless you, and multiplying I'll multiply I'll multiply you. This, this agreement was it. So if, if God could look upon them because of an agreement that was yet to be um, in first, You know, the agreement has not been fulfilled. Praise God. But because of that which he has spoken beforehand to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and which also um, pertains to um, their, their heritage, God remembers their problem. Because in blessing, I will bless you. In multiplying, I multiply you. And we know that the blessing, as we saw in Galatians chapter 3, is the spirit to thee. And you see that this speaks of the finished work of Christ. Christ in them. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, so you see that, um, oh, glory to God. You see that salvation is God bringing us out of bondage. Is God bringing us out of bondage. So, in um, bringing the children of Israel out of bondage in Egypt was foreshadowing what what he'll be doing 
what he will be doing for us in the vicarious death of Jesus Christ to his resurrection. The resurrection of Jesus was he actually rendering the powers of hell and death um, 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 ineffective over the man that he has actually um, died for his sins. And that is why he discovered that the last thing that they did before they went out of Egypt was the Passover. Hallelujah. Was eating the Passover, which actually pointed to the death of Jesus on the cross. Praise God forevermore. So, is that clear? So, like I said, if God could actually look upon them because of an agreement that was yet to be enforced, how much more us? We are today the result of the covenant God made with Christ. Or rather, God made with himself in Christ. This covenant was sealed up with his precious blood. Irreversible it is. Unchangeable it is. Eternal it is. The covenant is for sons. For believers, it is for us. It is our uncle. It is our own. By it, we know we always have God's attention. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. I know I always have God's attention. Hallelujah. See, oh, glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Oh, glory to Jesus. You see, all of that, that the covenant actually stated, is fulfilled in what we actually call today the spirit within. It is fulfilled in our sonship. Oh, glory to God. So, God hears me because I'm a son. Mm. See, we don't pray for God's attention. We have God's attention. Glory to Jesus. Now, listen to me. If you know that you always have his attention, fellowship is going to be beautiful. Oh, hallelujah. Fellowship is going to be beautiful. So, I don't have a sense of guilt. Because I know that he is merciful to my unrighteousness. And my sins are lawless deeds. He remembers no more. In other words, God is not counting upon your wrongs. Oh, glory to God. He is not counting upon your wrongs. He is counting upon his eternal promise to you. Oh, glory to God. That's what is coming upon. And, and, and because that promise has been fulfilled in Christ for us, we have his attention forevermore. We are sons. We have the very righteousness of his son in us. We are no, we are no less a son before the Father that Jesus is to the Father. Glory to God. So, God does not hear you because of how you groaned, or because of how you prayed, or because of how you sowed, because of how you gave, because of how you fasted. No. God hears you because you are a son. In your errors, or in your, in your, in your, in your uprightness, God hears you because you are his son. You are his child. You've got his attention forever. It is not something we pray for. It is 
Hallelujah. Oh, glory to Jesus. I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed. And I know you're so blessed also. And I'm praying for you. Whatever it is burning, whatever it's, it's, it is that seems to have actually weighed you down and um, you feel God is not for you. You feel God, you feel you don't have his attention. But what God has come to you today, that his eyes are always on you. His eyes are always on you. His eyes are always on you. You've got his attention. He said that I have, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Oh, glory to Jesus. You are, you are, you, you've got all of his attention. You've got all of his attention. And he wants you to know this today. So you can actually ascend in prayer. You can ascend in fellowship. presence of the Father and you find the same presence overshadow everything that is, is, is called a weight, pressure, challenge, contrary circumstances in your life this day in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. God has blessed you. It is still me, Pastor Chooks, Pastor Lightway, Equipping Network, Oremo in Nigeria. Keep sharing, keep following, keep listening and we have a wonderful day. Thank you.